I'm Andrew Green with this edition of Flick Pick. This past weekend, I saw two movies at Celebration Cinema in Benton Harbor. First up was The Menu, so let's start with that one. The Menu stars Ralph Fiennes as a demented chef who invites an eclectic group of foodies to his fancy restaurant on an island. He says he wants to create the perfect culinary experience for them, but what's really on the menu is murder. So yes, The Menu is a dark comedy about this crazy chef with a death wish who wants to take out as many obnoxious people as possible as he destroys himself. And the collection of characters at his restaurant for this meal is largely unlikable, although not unpleasant to watch. Let's see, we've got a social media obsessed foodie played by Nicholas Holt. There's a couple of food critics. There's a movie star played by John Leguizamo. There's a group of young business bros. And there's a rich couple, one of whom is played by Judith Light. Yeah, Judith Light from Who's the Boss? It was nice to see her. Chief among the visitors to this restaurant is Margot, played by Anya Taylor-Joy. She's the date of Nicholas Holt, and she's sort of our main character. Because of all the people eating at this restaurant, she's the only one who doesn't really get the whole celebrity chef obsession. She's only there as this guy's date to sort of be arm candy, and so she's not really impressed by Chef Ralph Fiennes or any of the weird artsy-fartsy things he's doing with his meal. And it is Anya Taylor-Joy who we sort of follow throughout the film. The menu is nearly a bottle movie in that it takes place in this one location, this restaurant on an island, and we sort of watch as the stakes get higher and higher as Chef Ralph Fiennes makes his murderous intentions known, and the dishes he serves to his guests become more personal and taunting. I have to say that if you don't like dark humor, and I mean really dark humor, you probably won't like the menu. This is one of those movies that kills people in gruesome ways and then jokes about it. While that kind of humor is right up my alley, I do know it's not for everyone, so yeah, the menu is not for everyone. But I had a pretty good time watching this movie. It's fun to watch Ralph Fiennes in this role. He's this chef who sort of lost his initial passion for cooking, you know, after dealing with rich people throughout his career. Whether it's food critics or the type of person who shows up just to take pictures for Instagram of the food he's being served, Chef Slowick here is sick of them all and he wants them dead. And he doesn't care if his staff gets killed in the process. In fact, they're in on what he's doing here. Anya Taylor-Joy, meanwhile, is the only one of the characters invited to this restaurant that doesn't really belong there, and so she's the one most likely to escape. And she's good in the movie. This actress and her character have some wit, and I was rooting for her to make it through this ordeal, although I didn't quite feel that way about the other characters. Except maybe Judith Light. The menu kind of reminded me of Knives Out in that it's a very script and performance-dependent film that relies on the audience just clicking with the humor. For example, there's one joke in the movie about the reason why Chef Ralph Fiennes wants to kill John Liguizamo's character. Turns out the chef just wants Liguizamo dead because the chef once saw a movie starring Liguizamo's character, and he hated the movie. He's harbored resentment for years now because his afternoon was wasted watching a bad film, and so he's decided to kill the movie star played by Liguizamo. To me, that's a really funny reason to kill someone, but a joke like that's not going to land with everybody. And that's how a lot of the humor in The Menu is. The film was directed by Mark Mylod, who's done a lot of TV work. In fact, pretty respectable TV work. He's directed episodes of Succession, Shameless, Game of Thrones, and Entourage. All shows that have to juggle a lot of characters, and that's kind of what goes on with the menu. We've got a lot of guests here at this restaurant, and the movie does a good job of making them all distinct, and again, as I said, not exactly likable, but tolerable. Personally, I found the menu to be a really enjoyable and amusing film, and I had a good time watching it. And yes, I'd recommend checking it out. I give the menu a four out of five for this edition of FlickPick. Okay, and now here's our second film of the episode. It's Violent Night. 
This film stars David Harbour as Santa Claus. Yes, the Santa Claus, who has to defend a rich family from a group of hostage takers and robbers. Violent Night is another sort of raunchy Christmas comedy that a lot of people have come to appreciate since the release of Bad Santa. And yes, Violent Night would fit right in there with Bad Santa. David Harbour's Santa Claus in this picture is quite similar to Billy Bob Thornton's, well, not quite Santa Claus, but character in Bad Santa. Santa Claus in Violent Night is a heavy drinker who swears a lot and who is frankly sick of his job. The movie starts out and he's drinking in a bar on Christmas Eve, clearly not feeling the Christmas spirit because he's sick of delivering just video games to ungrateful brats the world over. Santa in this movie is thinking about hanging up his red hat, but then when he's delivering presents to the Lightstone home, he comes across this hostage situation and one little girl who melts his heart and makes him decide to try to save the whole family. And Violent Night does live up to its name. There are a lot of creative kills in this movie and really a lot of gory deaths. There was one kill scene in this movie that I thought was pretty darn creative involving a Christmas tree star. And there's lots of blood and guts to be found elsewhere. The leader of the hostage takers in Violent Night is played by none other than John Leguizamo, making this edition of Flick Pick a John Leguizamo double feature, and he's got his sights set on a massive stash of cash down in the family vault. Leguizamo's got a whole team of heavily armed hostage takers here, and the plot does give us some twists as his whole plan is revealed. I have to say that I was slightly disappointed by Violent Night. It wasn't quite the laugh riot I was hoping it would be. I mean, yes, there are some good moments, like when the little girl sets up a bunch of Home Alone traps in the attic, leading to hilarious violent deaths to the people who come after her. And like anyone else, I enjoy a drunken, swearing Santa Claus. But there was just something off about this movie. A lot of times the comedy felt like something out of a sitcom. I mean, yes, a very violent and bloody and profane sitcom. But still, a lot of this film features sitcom-level writing. None of the characters are really all that good, perhaps with the exception of Santa, and I just felt like there were a lot of missed opportunities for big laughs in Violent Night. Now again, that's not to say the film is bad necessarily, I didn't have a bad time sitting through it. I was just a little let down by Violent Night, it's not quite as funny as I was hoping. And at a certain point, the fight scenes involving Santa Claus do become slightly tedious, I mean, there's a lot of them. And I wanted the movie to tell us a little more about Santa's backstory. They allude to it about he was like some kind of Viking warrior or something, and then he was condemned to become Santa, but they never fully explain it. Violet Knight is David Harbour fighting all these baddies and trying to save this little girl. As far as Christmas films like this one, it's sort of middling. It's definitely not the worst. It's better than Office Christmas Party or The Night Before, but it's no bad Santa. I will say the audience that I was with seemed to enjoy this thing a lot. There were plenty of laughs from the crowd, so maybe I'm just a sourpuss, but I only moderately enjoyed Violent Night. If you're in the mood for a few cheap laughs that you'll promptly forget about, you'll have an unremarkable but still okay time. I give Violent Night a 3 out of 5 for this edition of Flick Pick.